You know how you win the battle? Listen now. You and I have the opportunity to walk in victory, to claim the victory, to experience the victory that is already ours. Because I know I have something to offer. Go where you have never gone before. Keep moving through the pain. Keep moving forward. Do what you've never done before so you can be the woman you know yourself to be. I live my life playing to win. I'm after something. So much in you. We have the victory. Hey, Purpose Chasers. Welcome to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. Listen, happy belated Valentine's Day, if that is even a thing. To all my married folk, my folk engaged and in a relationship, I hope you enjoyed your Valentine's Day, your time with your loved ones. And to all my single folk, I hope you enjoyed your Galentine's Day. I hope you enjoyed your day celebrating yourself and showing yourself some self-love and self-care. Listen, I replayed last week's episode, The Purpose in Your Singleness, because I completely understand what it's like to be single for yet another Valentine's Day, wondering what the Lord is doing and why isn't he doing it faster. So I just wanted to remind you that that God has a purpose for every area of your life, the timeline, and you know how things are unfolding. So keep that in mind. If you haven't gotten a chance to listen to last week's episode and you need a reminder, a pick me up, go back and listen to the purpose in your singleness. Now, this week we are talking about waiting on the promises of God. And this episode was really inspired um, by a video I saw on Instagram or TikTok. And um, I can't remember which one it is. And the young lady that I follow, she makes, um, oh, I can't remember her name, but she makes these Christian TikToks, Christian memes that are really funny. So it was basically her uh, singing to a song or, or doing a video to a song on Valentine's Day about her being single for 25 or 26 years and God just looking at her and saying, um, making some sort of joke about where's your boyfriend and, you know, you're lonely and her angel laughing or whatever. It's funny to watch. It is funny to watch. Um, if I remember her name, I will link it in the show notes just so you can have a laugh. But that reminded me of what it's like, not even, not just in the area of singleness and dating, but in all areas of our life, what it's like to wait on God and patiently wait when we're just like, sir, I need you to hurry up. (laughs) Like I'm ready. I'm waiting. And I don't know why you aren't moving fast enough or rather moving at the speed in which I planned out. So I really wanted to give you some encouragement if you are waiting in every, in, in any area of your life. Just this topic alone reminds me of the Maverick City, uh, song together with Elevation Music. It's called Wait On You. And I heard it maybe in November for the first time. And it's something that's been a constant repeat, um, just so that I can remember 
what the promises of God are when it comes to waiting on him and waiting on him to show up in his way. Even as I sit here and I wait on him for some things personally in my life and I see him do it for my friends and I see him do it for my family and I'm there praying for them, but I'm praying for myself as well. And I'm like, okay, Lord, you did it again. And I'm just waiting for you to do it in my life. But I know that God ultimately has a plan. So I just wanted to encourage you on this episode that God has a plan and there is a purpose in your waiting as well. Um, so let me just start with Isaiah 40, 31. But they that wait for the Lord shall renew their strengths. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And that is really the scripture I'm holding on to. That's the gist of the song. I'll put link the YouTube in the show notes. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount out with wings like eagle. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So I know that when we pray, we really want God and we sometimes even expect God to answer immediately. And when he does not answer, we wonder like, where's God in the situation? God, where are you? I prayed for this. I fasted for this. Why isn't it happening? Why is it taking so long? But this impatience explains the number of Christians who go around, the number of Christians who go around daily seeking for miracles and fast remedies to their solutions. This is something that we all fall into a trap with, especially in the generation that we live in, as they call us the microwave generation. We see it and we want it now. We see the success at the end of the road and we want to experience it now. We see somebody, we see the the money we want to have and we want to experience it now. Nobody anymore wants to go through the process, right? Go through the waiting, go through the learning, go through the pruning. It's not for everybody. We just see it and want it. So when we expect, when we pray, we're expecting God to do it now, but God doesn't do things now on our, our schedule. Yes, there are times when God does things and there is a end suddenly. He moves suddenly, but this is not an every, everyday occurrence. God has his own timeline that we must learn to surrender to. We forget that the Bible is filled with believers who waited and held on in spite of their problems, such as Job, Abraham, and so on. Like, let me just go back. Can we remember how long Abraham had to wait for the promise that God gave him for his son? Let's just think about that, right? Abraham was 75 years old when he first received the promise, okay? So Abraham in Genesis 12 was 75 years old from when he received the promise of God that he will have a son. And it took 25 years between Abraham receiving the promise of his son Isaac for then for him to be born. So imagine God promising you something and you having to stay faithful, you having to say, pray it up, you having to stay willing to still walk in your purpose and still follow God while you wait, while you wait those 25 years, God has a plan. And I don't want you in your wait to get tired of your wait, to think God that it's not going to do it, that you start settling for less than God's best in whatever area. 
okay? Because Sarah did not believe that this son that God promised was going to come forth. Abraham, she sent Abraham to go sleep with one of her maidservants, right? He went to sleep with one of her, her maidservants, got her pregnant, and then had a son. But that wasn't the son that God had promised. So I don't want you to get weary in your well-doing and then decide to settle or do things your own way. So we must remember that this is not a problem that only we face. This is a problem that, and it's not really a problem per se, for humanity, for us, humanity is a problem, but for God, this is not a problem. So for humanity, this is a problem that we have faced since the dawn of time, learning how to be patient, learning how to wait. Like I said, this goes all the way back to Genesis. So another scripture I want to bring to you to, to encourage you is Romans 8, 25. It says, but if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. So have hope, have faith, and wait for it with patience. Hebrews 11, one of my favorite scriptures says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So although you cannot see what it what, what God has promised you yet, although it's not in your view, it's not in your sight, it's not in your eye line, you still have to have faith. Even if your faith is as small as a mustard seed, but you still have to have faith that God will honor his promises because he is not a man that he should lie. We are also encouraged to hold on to the to, to, to Bible verses as we wait patiently while praising God always. So let me just give you five Bible verses that you can hold on to that will encourage you while you're waiting for God, okay? Romans 12, 12, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be consistent in prayer. Psalms 27, 14, wait for the Lord, be strong, take heart, and wait for the Lord. See, that said it twice, wait for the Lord. There's something in the wait. God's blessing you in your waiting season. Even if you cannot see the fruits of that blessing, know that God is blessing you in your waiting season. Second Peter three, nine says the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Exodus 4.14, the Lord will fight for you. You need only be still. See, now that one's going to speak to my soul in, in all areas of my life. The Lord will fight for you. You just need to only be still. So while you're waiting, God is going before you. While you're waiting, God is preparing a table for your enemies. While you're waiting, right? God is preparing your husband, preparing his path, preparing his heart. While you're waiting, God is preparing that business deal. While you're waiting, God is preparing that book deal. So that when your wait is over, you just have to walk through a series of open doors because 
God already has gone through and paved the way. But if you do not honor him in your waiting, if you grow weary in your waiting, if you decide to settle for less or overtake God or move without him in your waiting, you will not experience all that God has for you. You will not experience the joy in walking through open door after open door, the joy in letting God create your love story, the joy in letting God create the story line for your business so it leads you to success. There is something about being in that waiting season. So I just want to encourage you that you, there is a purpose for God making you wait. And when you come through to the other side, you are going to rejoice in gladness because of this season. Isaiah 30, 18 says, yet the Lord longs to be gracious to you. Therefore, he will rise up to show you compassion for the Lord is God of justice. Blessed are all who wait on him. Blessed are all who wait on him. Blessed are you right now because you're waiting on the Lord. Blessed have you been for the last 10 years, 25 years, two weeks, whatever it is. Blessed are you because you are waiting on the Lord with patience. Second Peter 3, 8. But do not forget this one thing, dear friends. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years are like a day. All right, so you might be saying, okay, Shante, I got all the rest of the scriptures, but what is that last one about? Well, let me tell you. You may feel, or you may not, let me let me take that back. You, it's not that you may feel. You may have actually, like Abraham, been waiting 25 years to see the promise of God come to fruition. However, those 25 years for you may have only been five minutes for God because with the Lord, a day is like a day. One day is like a thousand years and a thousand years like a day. God can swiftly move you past obstacles that would take 10 to 15 years to get you from point A to point B. Just because you have spent time waiting does not mean when the thing comes into fruition that it will take long for you to get from point A to point C. I remember being in my waiting season when it came to waiting on my husband. Okay. I was in that season. I was waiting for a long time. I was praying for a while and I was waiting for God to do it. But once God did it, I met my husband January 25th, 2020. He asked me to marry him September 25th, 2020. We were married April 12th, 2021. And on April 12th, 2022, which is around the corner, I can't believe that, we would have been married for a year. See how God did things in rapid succession? Because when the waiting period was over and then it was time for God to move, there was time for action. But I was patient in my waiting season. I'm not saying that I was always happy (laughs) in my waiting season. I'm human, okay? We're all human. But I patiently waited on God because I wanted God's version of love. I wanted the love story God created for me. I wanted the spouse God created for me. Even when I think about, you know, what I'm doing with my business and what I'm doing with the podcast, 
I don't want the version that Shantae wants. I will wait patiently to experience the fullness of what God wants to do in my life because I know, I understand, and I have experienced that that will always be exceedingly abundantly above all that I can even ask or think. So wait on God. It is important. Wait on, I mean, let's just, and I've said this before, wait for God's promise instead of going your own way. Acts 1-4. So scriptures offer plenty of examples of saints who got weary of waiting on God and chose to do things their own way and given into temptation along the way as well. God's goodness is promised for those who wait patiently for him. No matter how long, regardless of how hopeless you may feel like things appear, even when it seems to cost us everything, God is able to do far more abundantly than all that we even ask or think according to the power that work within us. This is Ephesians 3.20 that that comes from. When we wait for him, we will never be disappointed. I want to encourage you to continuously be steadfast in prayer and be watchful in thanksgiving. That comes from Colossians 4.2. Another temptation that we face as Christians is when God does not seem to be answering our prayers is to stop praying. We pray about it. We don't hear an answer. We just stop praying. Stop expecting him to act while giving way to the spirit of cynicism rather than thanking God for who he is and all he has done for us. While God may not answer in our timing or in the way we expect, he will accomplish his good purposes in our lives when we wait on him and persevere. While we wait on him and persevere in prayer, okay? Keep on praying. Like Pastor Mike said, keep on praying. Listen, there is an episode on the podcast on it. Keep on praying. I wish I could play the audio for you. Keep on praying. Just because you don't see things happening, keep on praying. When you're waiting for God to show up for you, keep on praying. When things seem like it's not happening, it's going to be hopeless, keep on praying. Keep on praying. I'm going to link that episode. Pray without ceasing. Pray with all at all times. Pray, 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 pray. Keep on praying. Thank God. You're not just praying to God because you want this thing or or you, you want this promise to come into pass. You're praying to God and just thanking him for who he is, for keeping you safe from danger seen and unseen. Your whole life isn't consumed by this promise when you are patiently waiting on the Lord. You are just reminding him in prayer of those things that he promised you, but you are continuing to pray for other areas of your life, other areas in which you are assigned to in this world to pray for, and you're continuing to move by faith. Lastly, I want you to remember the blessings that are yet to come. Isaiah 30, 18. As long as our hope is set on this life and things that gratify our flesh, we will likely feel frustrated, discouraged, and even hopeless. Jesus Christ came to offer us eternal joy and freedom from sin. And although we have been set free from sin's power, sin's presence is still at work in and around us. Thankfully, the gospel assures us 
as believers that God is for us and works all things together for our good, for those who are called according to his purpose, Romans 8, 28. You know, we love that on this show. During long or even short seasons of waiting, our hearts will be encouraged to remember that the best is yet to come. One day sin will be no more. We will be free from self-demand and temptations and experiencing everlasting joy. So set your mind on things that are above, not on things of the earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. So that's basically reminding you that the greatest gift is yet to come. The greatest gift, the greatest promise is when we leave this earth and we get to go to heaven, to live in heaven with our heavenly father and our brother Jesus and whoever else is up there. All right. But I want you to be encouraged in your waiting season. And I kind of want to to finish this episode the same way I started with Isaiah 40, 31. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. You, you, you who's listened to this, Purpose Chaser, you who wait on the Lord shall renew your strength. You shall mount up with wings like eagles. You shall run and not be weary. You shall walk and not faint. This is your season to run and not be weary. This is your season to actively wait, not passively wait, not angrily wait, but actively wait on God. And during the wait, you are going to still walk and follow his directions so you can see the manifestation of his glory on your life. There are things that you will get to experience in the wait that will help make you and take you to the next level of the promise in which you are waiting for. But what is required of you in this season is for you to focus on the instructions of God, for you to not delay, for you to remove procrastination and for you to act now in this season while things are moving, while you're under an open heaven. Now is the time. So if you have become weary in your weight, I want you to shake that thing off right now. Shake it off. Get up in the spirit and shake that thing off. Do the actions. What Jay-Z say? Dust that dirt off your shoulder. You gotta get that dirt off your shoulder. That's what I want you to do. Get it, get it off, dust it off and go into prayer. Spend some time with God. Say, God, you know what? It has been hard waiting for you and it has stressed me out and I'm tired, but I'm going to give this weight over to you. This weight, I'm not even going to focus on, but instead, Lord, while I'm in this waiting season, help me to actively wait. Give me some assignments, God, that will keep me focused on what you have called me to do, that will keep me focused on walking in my purpose, that will help me develop and become bold, God, so I can live life full out with you for your glory in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that you move in my life like never before, Father. You move in my life so that I can actively and excitedly excitedly move 
and do things in the area of the vineyard in which I am assigned to. I thank you, God, for this new movement, for this excitement of me actively moving forward and following your instructions. And I wait in expectation for the fruition of the promise in which you gave. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Pray, Plan, Slay podcast. I pray that you have an excellent week, that you find joy in your waiting season, that you start doing things in your waiting season that are that keep you active, that keep your mind on God and not on the wait. I pray that you have a blessed week and I will see you back here for another episode of the Pray, Plan, Say podcast. Next week, we will have our first interview of 2022. I'm super excited to have this guest on. I think I met her in 2019, right before the show started. So I'm super excited for her to share her story with you. But until next week, have a great week, Purpose Chasers. Talk to you later.